I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. How about free electricity for the whole world? I'm interested. Go on. Go on. Death ray. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to. <laughs> sure, that dick on the videos. Oh yeah, dick, dick, dick. dick. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable with me, Tiss. As always, with me, my co-hosts. This is Bob Shoy. This is B. B, you all right? Yeah, B Seville. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. It's not man flu. It's proper flu. Okay. Proper man flu. We should have just got someone to stand in for you. No, I'm alright, I'm fine. I'm much better than I was yesterday. Do you think there'd be riots if we had someone standing for you? No. Do you think if I don't we, think anyone would miss me. If we just started the show and we had like a third person and they didn't even address that it wasn't you, like he was like and this is Tiss and with me as always and I was like Bob Shoy and then the third voice just went and this is Clive <laughs> <laughs> and we just carried on the show as normal. Do you think anyone would complain? Yeah, Clive. <laughs> I'm Ringo, we're you having a laugh. <laughs> Right, let's cut all this. Right, I'll cut it all. Nickelback chat. Right, where are we at? Oh, we Nickel Sam. <laughs> Nickel chat. Speaking of nickels, Nickel we're talking about Nikola Tesla today. Oh, are we? Yeah. Really? Nice. That's good. Sweet. I like that. Yeah. So I don't know where to start. I thought you were going to say, we're talking about Nicolas Cage today. He played to David his, Bowie in a movie, didn't he? <laughs> he played David <laughs> he Bowie played in a movie. David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie's fucking awesome, and Tesla's awesome. So. See, I never got into Bowie. No, I didn't. You know how you say you didn't? No. This is the story of a modern Prometheus who changed the world with electricity. It was Nikola Tesla who captured the power of Niagara Falls with his alternating current system and made it possible to transmit electricity to all of America and the world. It was Tesla who patented the technology for wireless communications that is used in all radio and television broadcasting. His incredible legacy can be seen in everything from remote control to neon and fluorescent lighting, x-rays, guided missiles, and even the Strategic Defense Initiative. Yet somehow history has overlooked this remarkable man. Anyway, so that's Nikola Tesla. That's it. Yeah, you did stop it because 
That's what you wanted us to see, right? It's not because For I'm now. disrupting because of the... Oh, so we're going to dip in and out of that. Dip okay, in good, and out that's of fine. It. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's cool. Great. Just going to make a cup of tea. Oh, God. Right, okay. And then right. we smash into it because I'm fucking... I found my stride. Right, okay. My stride in my head. He's in it. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by this guy. I'm because I'm going to be like rolling. Yeah, I'm going to have another cup of tea. Don't put too much milk in it. It's perfect temperature. Oh, yeah, Let's brew, brew a little bit, mate. The most pale cup of tea I've ever seen. <laughs> I I didn't boil the kettle fully either. No, I just oh, wanted to make a quick and dip. You need to neck this like lukewarm hot milk, warm milk. <laughs> oh, if I can get my hand around it and yeah, hold on to it, it's I'm going to neck it because it's going to get too cold. <laughs> I know it's not good, and I'm not saying that's not, representative. Doesn't even taste like tea. That's not representative of my normal. It doesn't even taste like tea. That's not representative of my normal cup of tea. To the it's, listeners, because I've podcast so much, they've listened to about three minutes this episode, and we're already like, right, we're just gonna have a cup of tea. I'll make <laughs> just having a break. I'll make you a cup of tea later on, and it'll be a good one. Tis, and I'll show is, you the fucking tis, awesome power tis, cup of tea. This is shit. Is I know. Terrible. I know, this but. <laughs> Yeah, but I got used to making myself nice little cheeky little shit This is when my brother was about five or six and he wanted to like help out. I was like, I'll make you a cup of tea. I'm like, oh yeah, it'd bring me, this is what it tastes (laughs) like. Every mouthful is the taste of disappointment. (laughs) You're like, that might be like that. (laughs) Right, let's do it. Let's go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to roll. I was just going to say, there's just saying in the kitchen, I'm fascinated by Tesla. Yeah. Always been fascinated by this guy. Yeah. I'll give a couple of words I think of when I think of Tesla. Wacky. Uh Uh-huh. Kooky. Yeah, sexy, sexy. Yeah, you <laughs> so told you me got that sexy. from me, mate. Yeah, you told me that. I know nothing about. Only know one thing about Tesla. Two, well, two things. One, electricity, uh, <laughs> and electricity stuff. And two, he's pretty smouldering hot. And he was in the Prestige. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what got us into the whole fucking Bowie conversation again. So don't start that. He was in the Prestige. Yeah, it's um, a great film. And he's the, the he was like the rival to Edison, right? Oh, well, they yeah. They're like friendly rivals. Am I well, right about that? What happened with Edison is basically Edison had created DC power, which was rolling out around the America. Right. And uh, and Tesla had invented AC, and he went to America to try and sell AC, and he went to Edison for help. And Edison saw AC as a big rival to DC. Uh, so basically Edison smeared Tesla and saying AC's dangerous, they had public uh, public shows of like AC, what how dangerous it was, like didn't want it to get out, when actually DC was the one that was dangerous. Uh, oh, really? And, and AC was and the, AC's the, the one that we should have... AC's the perfect one. So which so, is the dangerous one? DC. The perfect one. The perfect. Yeah, but who's his AC? AC's his Tesla. Tesla. And that's the dangerous one? No, that's the good one. Right, I'm with you, sorry. So we're using dangerous electricity? No. This is oh, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. Oh, because um, for these sub-zero conditions. Oh god, the name. Uh, the video will explain the names, but uh, basically, a dude uh, funded Tesla and the AC, and he did the Chicago State Fair. I think it was did all the lamps, all the lights. You know, the display, mm-hmm. the light display, on AC power, and uh, and when it happened, yeah, it basically pushed DC straight out people started buying ac generators because ac generator basically dc generators use brushes so it has like constant contact and it's like are basically arcing out but uh, ac uses magnets electromagnets right. to make the thing spin without any contact on the on the actual oh, turbine right. so it's quite cleaner it's clean yeah uh i'll play the video of the ac <laughs> Thank you. 
Have you finished your tea? No. Mm-hmm. You're leaving it. Yeah. That's what AC means, isn't it? Alternating current. Yeah. Yeah, DC is direct current. I make it well. Is it? Is that right, Tiss? AC is alternating current. AC is alternating current, yeah. In 1877, at the age of 21, I travelled to Graz, Austria to begin my college education. Here, I quickly became obsessed with the science of electricity. I wanted to know more of this wonderful force. Every spark produced a thousand echoes in my brain. In 1831, in England, Michael Faraday had discovered the principle of electromagnetic induction, which made it possible to generate electricity. Faraday discovered that if you have an electric circuit in a changing magnetic field, it would induce an electric current to run in in the wire. So this was the invention of the method of inducing, of creating oscillating or AC electric currents. Uh, And it was that invention that Tesla later harnessed into the electrical system that drives our our, uh, civilization. Early electric motors operated on direct current electricity, but required a system of sparking connections to induce a rotary effect in the machine. I remarked to my professor that the design of generators and motors could be greatly improved by using currents that alternated. He embarrassed me greatly in front of my classmates, saying, Mr. Tesla will never accomplish this. It is a perpetual motion scheme. Meanwhile, in America, Thomas Alva Edison had begun to experiment with vacuum tubes, producing the first commercial incandescent light bulb in 1878. Edison and Tesla would soon cross paths in a gargantuan technological struggle between direct and alternating current electricity. In 1880, Tesla moved to Budapest, where he found employment with the Central Telegraph Office. Here, his idea for an AC motor began to haunt him. In my room, I could hear the ticking of a watch with three rooms between me and the timepiece. A carriage passing at a distance of a few miles fairly shook my whole body. The whistle of a distant locomotive vibrated so strongly in my ears that the pain was unbearable. To recover from these attacks, I took long walks in the city park. One afternoon, which is ever present in my recollection, the sun was just setting and reminded me of Goethe's glorious passage. The glow retreats. Done is the day of toil. Upon its track to follow, follow soaring. As I uttered these inspiring words, the idea came to me like a lightning flash. I fell to my knees and drew a diagram in the ground. Tesla perceived a whirling field of energy. He suddenly knew he could recreate this rotating field by powering the coils of a motor in different steps or phases, like the pistons of an engine. 
the resulting forces of magnetic attraction and repulsion would literally twist the rotor in a circle, the electrical equivalent of the wheel. And all this was accomplished with alternating currents. It would soon turn the wheels of industry around the world. The strength of Tesla's mind was almost certainly in this sense of visualization, uh, be able to, to see things move in front of him. You see, it was not a perpetual motion scheme. You see, that was clever. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it kind of confirms some of the stuff that I thought about Edison, or I kind of knew about Edison, in that he was a bit of a douchebag. Ooh, isn't uh, a lot of our listeners are Americans, and don't Americans think of Edison as like amazing? Well, actually, Nikola Tesla was an American patriot. Really? Yeah, he was. He was Where's obviously the... Serbian. Serbian, right? Um, I think it's Serbia. But uh, yeah, sense. he was American patriot. Like he was American. He bought into the whole uh, dream, you know, American dream, American dream, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. So. And he was all about helping the U.S. as well, which we'll come to later on as well. Mm. But that's crazy, right? So he did that, which is and like what any inventor would do, and sort of retire, and that's it. Can you imagine inventing something as um, vital as power? Yeah. As a power source. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is what um, always strikes me when you... Because everything that's being invented now um, is developing something we already have. Hmm. So the next big thing that we'll get, which will be... It will be um, vehicles that can run on, like, sustainable power. So whether that's electricity... You get them crap ones where it's like, oh, it can run on open arms. Yeah, but we're... That's not going to work. But we're pretty much on the... uh, We're pretty much on the brink, aren't we, of, of... collapse <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're, we're just, you know we're right on the edge of getting that kind of stuff but it's not it's not as amazing as yeah. electricity no like it's not as life changing as that no. you know uh yeah budapest in that video as well mm. i love budapest Wish I'd been i love it i love it i can't recommend visiting that city enough no, don't get me wrong. Edison was pretty smart and did some amazing stuff as well. Didn't he invent like seventy things? He invented a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good. Some of it was shit. Some of it was like, oh, I've got to invent something else now. But it sounds... didn't he invent the chair that if you leant back on it, the things come out and it stops you falling back? It's just in the Simpsons. That's amazing. That's a great episode. <laughs> I've got to watch that later. <laughs> What um, started your interest in Tesla, Tess? Um, I'm an electrician. You missed, you, mate, you missed a trick. You yes. should have introduced yourself as Tesla on this episode. Shh, that might be his outro. Outro. No. We've got a better one. I bet you have got anything when it comes to the end. Yeah, so you're an, that's what started. Literally, you're an electrician, so you were like... Well, it's just... I mean, you hear good things from people that you respect. <laughs> on, on site. <laughs> yeah. um, quick, quick question. So, Tesla... Um, as in Tesla Motors and Tesla, the company that we now have that is like pioneering electrical products. Yeah. Is that, is that like... That's Elon Musk, but Elon Musk named it after Tesla. Presumably. I, was say, oh, okay. his, I didn't know whether it was like Tesla's family members down the line or whether it was someone who'd... Um, no, Tesla inspired. died penniless and alone. Oh, spoilers for the ending. Oh. Um, isn't Elon Musk the guy who's building the SUV to last? Yeah. <laughs> 
pioneering electrical. There was products. actually uh, there was actually a um, Apart from that, that. there was a big like press conference about that yesterday. It's quite funny. Did they manage to pick up all the cons that we found? <laughs> <laughs> no, they just brushed over it. They didn't really go into detail. Not like we did. Not in depth like we did. They were more like on the statistics and stuff like that. Not the literal SUV. <laughs> Not the implications of driving an SUV. <laughs> right. So, after we made the AC motor... Yeah. So, what, just on layman's terms, Tess, sorry I keep interrupting, but I'm yeah. thinking of listeners. Mm-hmm. On In layman's terms, the difference between AC alternating current and DC direct current mm-hmm. is... Well, alternating current alternates and yeah. direct current does not. But what do you mean it alternates? I'm trying to think so, of ultra layman's. Um... The system we have now, where our light bulbs stay the same, have the same rating and the same like wattage and stuff going to voltage, sorry, um, is with alternating current. Uh, d- direct current would mean there'd be surges, which right. would pop out lamps and stuff like that. Right. It just, I don't know the exact. So direct current basically like, like brings, it balances it, is an easy way of saying it. Yeah, almost. yeah. It takes away. By directing, by alternating back and forth, it's balancing the power and yeah, keeping yeah. it at a level. Kind of, yeah. That's layman's terms, for sure. There we go. Um, but yeah, it's crazy that actually at the time it was a uh, common place for people to be detracting Tesla for all this, like the AC stuff. Like, I thought he was a kook. Like everyone was shooting him down. Like it was literally like, like, but I don't want to say because, but like, I'm trying to think of someone like, like someone who's trying to do good, but no one likes to down. do good, do they? That's, that's the problem. Uh, so AC nearly got suppressed. Because basically they'd all put their money into DC and then... I was going to say, it's money, isn't it? It's everything is revolves around money. So if yeah. they put all their money into one source, they're not going to like the other guy. Even if it's better, they're not going to admit that because they're going to lose money on it. Well, ACDC, like big fans of the rivalry, <laughs> that's why I took their name. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, that's, that's a genuine question. No. Yeah. Um, so... They would be backing back because they'd lose all their power, wouldn't they? <laughs> Play the video, this. So next up... In his life. We're going through his life first, and then we'll okay. talk about... Uh, he basically won the competition to harness Niagara Falls. <laughs> you would not get that sort of competition nowadays. Harness uh, the power of Niagara oh, Falls. Oh, boy. And power the nearby place. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. Since childhood, Tesla had dreamed of harnessing the power of the great natural wonder called Niagara Falls. The famous British physicist, Lord Kelvin, was now head of an international commission to find a way to use the fall's power. He had sent a cable to all the other members of his commission, and it said, trust to avoid the gigantic mistake of alternating current. But all this dramatically changed when Lord Kelvin attended the Chicago Exposition and saw the AC system in operation. A contract was immediately awarded to Westinghouse Electric to power the mighty cataract with AC. The technical challenge was daunting. The Niagara plan called for three 5,000 horsepower alternators, the largest generators ever made. Tesla and Westinghouse engineers had heated disagreements about the operating frequency. Even when the system was finally installed, Tesla was the only person who was certain it would operate. 
The technical details have been completely worked out. All that now remains is for the switch to be thrown. In 1896, the system went online and the electrical age began. The waters of the upper Niagara turned enormous water turbines connected by shafts to the massive 5,000 horsepower generators. The current from the generators was stepped up with transformers to 22,000 volts and sent out over long distance lines, then stepped back down to light municipalities and power motors of Tesla's design. The Niagara Falls Gazette proclaimed. This morning, the streetcars of this city are moving by falls power. Hereafter, the falls must work to earn their living. Imagine my surprise when 30 years later I saw my boyhood plan carried out at Niagara and wondered at the unfathomable mystery of the mind. Pretty nuts, huh? Mm. That is crazy. When you said he won a competition, <laughs> I was thinking like Blue Peter. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, that's insane. So why are you gonna? Okay, if you're gonna come onto this layer, just tell me. Yeah, and we'll go onto it later. But why did everyone, apart from the money, what was it that people just, people just didn't buy into Tesla? Why was it that he wasn't so popular? Um, well, Edison was scared of him, and Edison was super respected, so that yeah. was straight away. Edison was around first, so he was top dog. If you got someone who's like, yeah, top dog, as you say. And Edison's like American. Yeah. You know, Tesla wasn't. I don't know, like, say a new brand of car came out and it was called, like, the Fabo. <laughs> You'd be like, this sounds shit. <laughs> and then, like, the head of, like, Volkswagen or something was like, and Fabo Motors are shit. You'd be like, mm, I reckon they're shit. Yeah. Without knowing, without giving Fabo a chance. Pretty much. That's what happened. Yeah. But then, yeah, obviously he did the uh, the state fair or whatever it was. The some shit, don't they? <laughs> this is experiencing what I was going through last week, trying to hold an episode together that keeps going off rails. No, it's more trying to hold my own mind together while we go for us. Right, okay. Because um, I'm trying to think where we're going next with it. Because I don't know where to start. So where to start? We record <laughs> forty minutes. No, but it's like there's so much that he did. I'm trying to get it all in. Okay. So, he also invented radio. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's not credited with that, though. He's not credited. Well, he is now. Is Uh, he? Originally, it was Marconi that got credited with it. Mm. And then they credited him uh, 40 years after his death when they realized he had the patents to the fundamental parts of radio transmission. And Marconi had just stolen it off him. Seems like Tesla got, like, the shit end of the stick, didn't it? Well, he died penniless and alone because uh, halfway through his other projects, people just stopped funding him and, yeah, he didn't have any of his patents in check because he kept uh, inventing things and making things and not covering his back business-wise. So he had no money. And they didn't have Dragon's Den then (laughs) to go on to. Was it called in America? It's not called Dragon's Den. I was trying to think. There isn't one in America. No, no, it is. It's called something else. It's got, like, a really different name, but it means, like, the same thing. Oh, what's Dragon's Den called in America? Um, good ideas. It's something like that. Yeah, go and Google it. It's called Shark Tank. Shark Tank. That's it. Because they're called the sharks instead yeah, of the dragons. Yeah. Oh, so think, I sharks? was nearly right with good ideas. <laughs> good ideas. Fantastic ideas. Oh, do you think they use that? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, because oh, if, if they start smelling a good idea, they're like, there's blood in the water. Oh. Do, do you think? Do you think if dragons? Okay, so we still don't. Oh no, it doesn't work. I was gonna say we still don't have electricity now, but then we wouldn't be doing this, <laughs> and dragons then wouldn't exist. <laughs> if they did dragons then in the old town hall, you still get investors. Do you think they would have invested in Tesla? Or do you think it was like his where Edison had rubbed his name through the shit? Do you think <laughs> they would have been like, oh, not this guy? No one yeah. gave him a chance. It, yeah, but I think it's... Well, it's like you say, when people are established with something they trust and understand, mm. when something else comes along, mm. it's like... Like, um, there's uh, a... Comp- like, you you talk about the Fabo. Yeah. Uh, the Danish have been making, for a few years now, they've been making, like, trying to, per- like, perfect a, this supercar. Right. Like, crazy, crazy supercar, um, which is faster than lots of like Ferraris and stuff out and people have been turning to Ferrari and mm-hmm. Porsche and been like thinking these new guys and they're like, yeah. like that. and then they're like yeah they're probably rubbish stick to the bacon Danish yeah uh, and uh, yeah people trust like big brands that you you know Kipling stick to the cakes stick to the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a classic uh, Weird Tales callback for the regular listeners. Classic. <laughs> right. Poor Blake. I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for Tiss. He feels like, I feel like he's really like no. struggling to get no. the, to reel us in. No, no. So, <laughs> he invented radio. It just feels like lackluster. I just can't <laughs> seem to find the stride. Um, find your rhythm. What do you want us to do? Don't lose, don't right. lose your mind. I don't know. I'm, I'm proper losing it. I'm proper No, come on. You were positive when you came in. I'm trying to find something, some sort of video or something that can fucking help me. <laughs> What's happened? You came in so positive. Yeah. I know, because I'm trying to like go to the next point, next point, and it's like I can't seem to you get my stride. To talking. No, no, it's just I can't... This is where you need to make notes. ...seem to find... No, I've got loads of notes. It's just they kind of string together as part of the conversation. There's just too much information. I just don't know how to deliver it. <laughs> crow, crow again. Crow. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I can't concentrate. Okay. You're making me laugh. Right, okay, okay. I just can't concentrate. We're going to talk about Tesla. Like I can barely finish the episode. We're going to talk about Nikola Tesla. Come on, because we've only actually oh, got God. about 25 minutes of content here. Documentary radio. Fuck it. Like okay, so he made he invented radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also took the first X-ray. Really? Actually, yeah. I know. He took the first X-ray. I'm gonna get up a list of all the other inventions. I would like let's to get know past the inventions and let's get on. Yeah, go inventing. through. Why don't let's make a game of it? You pull up a list and we'll we'll just say stuff and see if it's on the list. I <laughs> could take forever. Uh, well, I'll just say anything. Bacon foil. The Favo. Yes. <laughs> you talked about it enough. I think it's a real product now. Tesla motors. <laughs> okay. Um... Magic. <laughs> okay, alternate and current, number one. Right, yeah, okay. Well, but how about you You chuck, so every now and then, chuck a one in that is m- fake that you've made up and we'll tell you if we think Tesla invented it or not. No, because we'll know, because he'll say Boko foil and cups. No, you might say something that we could think. He used fluorescent light bulbs 40 years before the industry, quote-unquote, invented them. How, what, he just made them up? So home? he was using fluorescent light lamps way before... Well, he just made them himself? Yeah, yeah. And was having them at home? Yeah. Oh fuck off! No wonder everyone thought he was a kick. Yeah, but that's that's the thing. Like people don't understand. People can't trust what they don't understand. Do we get inventors that are that wacky nowadays? Definitely, Musk. 
<laughs> no, it's like that's what I mean. I think we it's not as obvious because the stuff that's like everything's been invented. Everything's been invented already. Everyone says that, but it's like you're not opening your mind. No, I know. But this is what I mean. There's you know, for now we're looking to you know, we're running out of fuel. So that's what people are focusing on. But they're not. People are focusing on like getting faster internet. Yeah, but that's what that's what I mean. There's people they should yeah, be but that's focusing on yeah, but that's fuel. because people are dicks. So they can't help but think, Oh, I want I want like a microwave that cooks my food quicker. Yeah. I want a quicker the thing car is, every invention is designed every invention is designed to make your life easier. Every single invention. We're getting closer and closer to Because we're um, Wally. Wally. Eventually oh, Wally, we're yeah. gonna consume so much we can't live on the planet anymore. Yeah. And we're just gonna rely on robots to take care it of us. Seems like a pretty sweet life. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I've never seen it. Oh, great film. Molly, yeah, it's a good film. Great film. You're gonna you're gonna watch it and you're gonna come away and think, I need to reassess my life. Yeah, it's a great film. So it is, isn't it though? Everything's invented is like how can I make this quicker? How can I make mm. this more? But that's convenient everything. For Even me? electricity was like, how can we make things happen easier, quicker? Yeah, broadband, everything fiber is broadband. Is, but but is that quite, better for us? I don't think that's things better. Things aren't us. quite quick and easy now. So it doesn't feel like inventions are don't take as big a leaps because we haven't got anything which we really yeah, every need. upgrade we get is look a little bit better, a little bit better. If you took so we're on our, if you're into Apple, you've got iOS ten now. Mm. If you were to go back to the first iPhone, mm. you'd be shocked at how big the difference is. Mm. But because it's been gradual, you're right, people don't really notice. Which is why I think it's hard to know if there are there are inventors that are doing wacky stuff. If you're a wacky inventor, email the show, unexplainableukml.com, and tell us your wackiest invention. Tiss, give us another invention. Okay. Um, we've got radio, x-ray. He invented x-ray. Um, electromagnetic and ionizing radiation was heavily researched in the late 1800s, but Nikola Tesla researched the entire gamut, everything from the precursor to a Curlian pho- photography which has the ability to document life force. For what we now use in medical diagnostics, this was a transformative invention of which Tesla played a central role. So yeah, he did x-rays. x-rays. Um, radio, we've done that. Remote control. Oh, really? This cool. invention was a natural outcropping of radio. Patent number 613809 was the first remote-controlled model boat demonstrated in 1898. Mm. Utilising several large batteries, radio signals, controlled switches which energised the boat's propeller, rudder, and scaled-down running lights. How mental is it? To me, it's mental that the first ever remote-controlled thing they made was a boat. Yeah. Nuts. Electricity in water. What could go wrong? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That is insane. Mm. I've made remote-control boat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, if like the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, I made a remote control for his like radio. Yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> so we've seen all the sort of stuff that he created at the beginning of his life, but there's some other inventions which happened when he started running out of ideas. No, when he had the best ideas. Oh, really? Well, yeah. be- better than electricity. <laughs> yeah, way and better. Remote control boats. How about free electricity for the whole world? I'm interested. Go on. Go on. Let's try and find the clip. <laughs> How about <laughs> everything you ever Legend wanted? That Nikola Tesla was born at the stroke of midnight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking witch. <laughs> Tessa, we killed it for you. No, no. I'm trying to find the video. Okay, here we go. 
I don't you guys like we've done so many episodes now, don't you feel like it's the same dude narrating the American documentaries? Westinghouse doesn't matter what it's JP Morgan. And from his acquaintances uh, uh, was able to to finance some of the most spectacular experiments in history. As a publicity stunt, Tesla would sit in his laboratory while massive bolts of electricity danced about him. Without the use of wires, these airborne streamers would freely illuminate the lamps held in Tesla's hand. And Tesla was the first person to really show how to transmit wireless energy through the air to ignite electrical bulbs or electrical tubes. They were fluorescent tubes, which he had in the room. These tubes would respond to different frequencies. So if he produced one frequency, one group of bulbs would light. And if he produced another frequency, another group of bulbs would light. In 1898, while perfecting his patents for the invention of wireless radio transmission, Tesla's laboratory mysteriously burns to the ground. This fire destroys thousands of hours of work, setting the inventor back years and costing him personally over a million dollars. Tesla is horrified by the extent of the damage, but his is a resilient spirit. For while the hardware lay in cinders, Tesla's remarkable mental abilities enabled him to begin the process of recreating his work. In 1899, Tesla moves to Colorado Springs to experiment with terrestrial and atmospheric waves. Out on the prairie, he pursues his passion for discovering sources of free energy, both above and below the surface of the Earth. While investigating a phenomenon known as the Schumann cavity, he develops his theories for tapping limitless sources of power that all people of the world may share. Surrounding the Earth, there's a cavity that resonates at about eight cycles per second. And this cavity exists between the Earth we're standing on now and the bottom of the ionosphere, about a 60-kilometer gap. And this three-dimensional resonant cavity, in that cavity, you can transmit power, electromagnetic energy, at eight hertz with almost no attenuation. The Schumann cavity is pumped or fueled at this time with megawatts of power from the lightning strokes that are occurring many times a second on a worldwide basis. It's rather like a child who's playing with a tetherball. Tesla was so creative, he envisioned uh, using his uh, power transmitter to spank the ball, put a great big ball of electricity, if, by analogy, a pulse of electricity in the ionosphere, and it would uh, very weakly distribute itself all the way around the world. And when it came around the other side, just at the right moment, he would spank it again with another pulse of electricity, and he'd keep doing this until the accumulated energy was so great that it would be uh, uh, a resource to be pulled back out of the sky uh, by a proper antenna. Tesla's idea was to be able to provide power equally to all people on Earth. At this time, there are two to three billion people on this planet that can't go home at night and turn on the lights. We can. The people that can are living in poverty. Tesla saw that there was a division between the have and the have-nots, and he was determined to make electrical power equally available to all people on this planet as a gift. Tesla develops the technology at Colorado Springs to produce astonishingly high voltages and currents. When the switch is thrown, ghostly sparks dance inside the lab, while on the copper ball atop the antenna, thick blue lightning crackles up over 100 feet into the sky. 
thunderclaps are heard over 15 miles away, it is one of the great inventor's crowning achievements, man-made lightning. The Colorado Springs, he had a 56 uh, kilovolt ampere Westinghouse transformer that George Westinghouse gave to him, and it had various taps on it up to 55,000 volts. And uh, through the amplification of this transformer into his um, magnifying transmitter, he's able to actually blowing up the Colorado Springs, uh, some of the generators in the power, a Colorado Springs uh, plant at a distance of about 25 miles away. Originally, it was thought that he generated or used so much power from the uh, utility company that uh, burned out a couple of their generators. Since then, there's been some conjecture that actually he was picking up more energy from the surrounding air at that high altitude, and it was feeding back into the generator, and you cannot feed electrical energy back into a generator, and that's what blew him out. <laughs> and they wouldn't sell him any more power until he and his assistant went down and repaired the generators. <laughs> This is the sort of, um, when I say wacky Tesla, yeah, which is an expression I want to start using, <laughs> wacky Tesla, um, that, that's the sort of thing I mean. He's like fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, that is real life Frankenstein. Yeah. With like, just like sp- electricity flying around the air in the room he's doing, he's just like chilling. He was a proper... Swinging like fluorescent tubes around his head. He was a proper mad scientist. Yeah. Thing is, when it's like, oh, his lab was seriously burnt down, do you not think that was all the electricity that he had sparking around in it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Do you think he just burnt it down? Do you think it was sabotage, Tess? I think it was sabotage. Do you think it was sabotage? Could be. I just think he had electricity flying around that room all the time and didn't think, you know, you left your notebook on the side, mate. <laughs> no, I think he was a lot smarter than that. Yeah, he's so smart, but he's so crazy. You still get What's ac- crazy about You still him? get accidents, though. Because he's wandering around a room with sparks of electricity and lightning, basically, in the room. Swinging fluorescent tubes around. Yeah, but maybe he's doing that to prove how harmless electric is. If you it's can... not. Yeah, but maybe it is. But what? So all this thing that electricity is dangerous is just like some no, government maybe... keeping us down flat? No, but electric is a, sub- is, a, is a totally... Electric? What's electric? What voltage? What current? Yeah. Electric... It can't. It's not just electric, is it? It's like different voltages, different ampage. So, is there a current of electricity that's fine? Well, it's it's the current that's that kills fine. you. It's the current, yeah. the high currents. So, there's a if is there, is there if a he's got off? enough power to light a tubes and that just in the air, unplugged into nothing. Surely, mm. there's a lot of power in that room. Yeah, but I mean, that's what he's demonstrating that power can be brought out from and harnessed and manipulated to our means rather than being scared of it. Do you like the idea of spanking that electric ball? Yeah, spanking that electric ball around the planet. Uh, anyone who... who uh, this is a reference for any nerdy gaming Nintendo people out there. The last boss, Ocarina of Time, uh, Legend of Zelda, you have to spank them electric balls back in to electrocute him. That's what it's making me think of. Um, What's that? Ganondorf, uh, Ocarina of Time. Maybe they got the inspiration from Tesla. Maybe. That's it. Like, them Nintendo guys are pretty wacky as well. <laughs> so is that is, is this also why he was unpopular because he was a bit of a humanitarian he sounds like he was giving everyone equal opportunity Anytime. and ending poverty yeah. by giving people power and the, the man don't like that 
Yeah, they because want they the want rich. to charge you for yeah, it. They want the rich. When actually, richer. it should be human right to have access to power. Exactly. If someone on the planet has the knowledge to make everyone else on the planet have an equal amount of power, and we can all go hunky dory. That would be scuppered straight reference. Away. Um, then, then, then that should be the most important thing but it's on the not. planet. But it will always people. get yeah. squashed down. Yeah, it's better to just charge you for it. Yeah, rich get right. richer. Do you want to see another part of this video which will put to bed any fears about electric? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> you see, I'm worried. Tesla determines that waves of energy in the Earth can be used to transmit power to any point on the globe. In laboratory tests, he successfully demonstrates the illumination of wireless lamps many miles from the laboratory. But his experiments also produce more ominous possibilities. Alpha waves in the human brain are between 6 and 8 hertz. The wave frequency of the Schumann cavity resonates between 6 and 8 hertz. All biological systems operate in the same frequency range. The human brain's alpha waves function in this range, and the electrical resonance of the Earth is between 6 and 8 hertz. Thus, our entire biological system, the brain and the Earth itself, work on the same frequencies. If we can control that resonance system electronically, we could directly control the entire mental system of humankind. Tesla, aware of the awesome power this aspect of his discovery might unleash, decides to keep it under wraps. You said that's going to put my mind at ease about electricity. Yeah. Does it not? But he can. He had bulbs in the ground, yeah, miles nuts. from his laboratory, that powering seem lamps. That safe to me. I shouldn't be able to stick my phone in the ground and it charges up. That feels like it's damaging the air. No. Yeah, but you think there's there's electricity like in your brain right now. That's what's yeah. causing your brain to work. Well, so I should be able to get my phone now, rest it on my head, and it'll charge up. No, it's not the same. No. But it is the same thing, because you're saying, oh, the Earth's like your head. It's creating electricity. So if you put it on the ground, it's going to charge up. No, the Earth isn't creating electricity. Yeah, you but you're going to make it do so. You can, no, you can teleport electricity through the channels of that resonance. Yeah. So you're passing through the earth. You're using the earth as the, the wire. Yeah, but isn't that's not natural, is it? Well, it's meddling with nature. Natural. No, I, I wouldn't say so. I believe the Tesla. I'm just being devil's advocate, by the way. I believe the Tesla was conscious enough to have that sort of thing at heart in every decision he made. Uh, he destroyed that. Um, actually, I'll show you the, the rest of the video. Tesla promises Morgan that he can erect a system of towers that will pull down energy from the ionosphere, making it possible to transmit electricity throughout the world without wires. In short, free energy for everyone. Tesla is called a nut because Tesla also said that he could generate, without any fuel, without any solar energy, without any wind power, he could generate electrical power, and he did do that. And, and that was something that the fuel companies didn't want to have happen. He was also able to broadcast electrical power through the air without any wires. And that project was stopped by J.P. Morgan when, he, when the commercial consequences became obvious. Seeing no way to make a profit from Tesla's free energy device and convinced Marconi would monopolize radio, Morgan backs off. Ironically, over 40 years later, the Supreme Court of the United States determines that Marconi copied his radio technology from patents already held by Tesla, and that it was Tesla who actually discovered wireless transmission. 
Some believe that the Wardenclyffe fiasco was about more than just money. They say Tesla himself scuttled the plant out of fear that in the wrong hands, the potential power generated by Wardenclyffe could bring lasting harm to the people and the planet. Uh, Why are you pointing at me? Because you got it right. Yeah. What? Well, he said that what he oh, hadn't in, what he hadn't envisaged is the other things that could happen, putting this in the hands of the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Because in the hands of the right people, it could be free energy for everyone and be used properly. But in other hands, it could be weaponized. And the hands that always get high enough to control things are the hands that you don't want touching your shit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that tower actually got destroyed in the World War because the Americans thought it could have been like a spy device. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I loved all them images of like what the future could have been like. Mm. What now could have been like? Um, if Tesla. Oh, obviously, I'm going to put these videos on the blog, guys. But there's some images in that where it's like um, cars just like driving around. Imagine that you get in your car, you don't need to fill it up nothing. You just yeah, get yeah. in your car and drive off, and it yeah. constantly just works because yeah. it's drawing energy from the sky yeah yeah it's it's a loopy concept yeah it's crazy it's amazing if anyone i haven't got any uh sorry this is just capturing my imagination these images and that thing i'm like if i see something artistically cool it grabs me but they've really like captured my imagination and i want listeners this is a shout out to you guys if you have any cool fiction which plays on this idea, works in that sort of imagery. I'm really interested in that. Just like, I love the whole visual concept of the Tesla stuff, like the the tower with like lightning strikes coming off of it and yeah. electricity visible and the cars just fly, you driving around. I love it all. Yeah. So if anyone has any cool imagery working on that, um, cool uh, fiction or whatever, I'd love to do it. It makes me wish they were doing another Bioshock game that played on that, like aesthetic yeah, like yeah. I want like Tesla imagery. Like those those ideas are the kind of ideas that we're thinking of now. Mm. He, this is this is come from his mind a hundred years ago. But they just passed it off. They're like, nah, we don't yeah, want yeah. actually like, forget no, it. Right, put all that away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, think of something else. Like, no, why can't we just get them ideas and make them better? Why can't we work off of that? Because no profit. Yeah, Cunts. but also they sort of what, like what you say about the weaponizing. People like governments don't want to take that risk, but they can't. They can't face up to the fact that, like, oh, yeah, it might happen, but can't we just do it and it might not? Like, people might, can't we just have it? You know, people can't, I think the government likes to have control of people because they don't, if people, if everyone on the planet lived to their fullest potential Mm. and achieved everything that they desired, that's uncontrollable Mm. for every government in the world. So they'd rather have the hands on people, so that they can kind of have some kind of. So no matter where you live, you're not in. A, you're not ever in any kind of democracy. Democracy, democracy is a lie. I would love. Yeah, I know that. I would love for them to make a film of uh, Tesla's life, like, like a, a good. Yeah, but like a good. But all about Tesla, all yeah. about his life. You know, like a good budget, decent, well directed film about mm. Tesla. Yeah. You get like Chris Nolan making a Tesla film. Oh, he already did Tesla in Prestige. But you know what I mean, a good director. Yeah, but some... Who would play Tesla? Bowie. Clive Owen. Too late. (laughs) Um, We're going to go on to the conspiracy of Tesla. Yeah, love it. I'm not sure if this bit's true or conspiracy. It seems a lot of conspiracy to me. As this episode's gone on, I've come more and more like heated into the, 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 the topic of Tesla. It's yeah, now. It's, it's really sparked me up. It always... Ooh. <laughs> it's now all about his death ray. 
What? <laughs> As if he wasn't a yeah. mad scientist or not. Oh, he's such a humanitarian. Tesla believes that if he can successfully build 12 of these towers, he can destroy the Earth. He managed to stop the catastrophe that would be attributed to him. Because being able to free and target down 2 billion volts from the ionosphere is sufficient to burn any city on the planet. The effect is stronger than the atomic bomb. That's mental. Did Tesla discover the ultimate means of destruction? The answer is still unresolved. By 1915, it is rumored that Tesla and Thomas Edison are each to receive the Nobel Prize, but these reports prove false. Two years later, Tesla is awarded the Edison Medal by the American Institute of Electrical Engineers. But any credibility this might afford him is undone by Tesla's extravagant boasts that Wardenclyffe can be used to modify the weather. They tore the tower down during the war because uh, the military thought that was there for uh, uh, spy purposes. It took at least three or four charges of dynamite. It was so well built, they almost couldn't demolish it. But uh, before it was uh, completely dismembered, uh, it was experimented with by someone who wanted to project scalar waves. All the birds, seagulls, and nothing else left the area. When the Edison was. Yeah. That's like, like Ferrari and Porsche are going head to head to make like the best car. Yeah. And Ferrari wins. But then a couple of years later, Porsche does a pretty good car. So I'm like, you can have the Ferrari award for yeah. doing a really good for job. For doing a good job. That's why uh, you can get a manifestation of uh, some animals acting strangely a day or hours before an earthquake. With his beloved tower in ruins, Tesla retreats into his laboratory and begins far more complex and dangerous experiments. On July 11, 1934, the New York Times reports that Nikola Tesla has developed a death ray, a particle beam weapon that can destroy 10,000 planes at a distance of 250 miles. Tesla claims that a plant for producing this device could be constructed in three months at a cost of $2 million. Aside from the devastating offensive capabilities, Tesla believes that if he can successfully build 12 of these towers, his is a weapon to end all wars. Tesla's uh, famous death ray <laughs> was a device which probably is very widely misunderstood and may have been one of the reasons why uh, he didn't receive some of the respect by the scientific community that he may have well deserved. <laughs> I think today a lot of people think of a death ray as a, as a phaser or some esoteric type device you might see in a science fiction movie. Tesla's claims terrify the public, but fascinate Hollywood. He is parodied in Superman cartoons as a mad scientist terrorizing New York with an electrothanasia death ray and an army of remote-controlled robots. Tesla's death ray was actually a particle beam weapon, a particle beam weapon which he had developed in the 30s. It was based on the principle of electrostatic acceleration of minute particles of charge, similar to work being done by the Department of Defense. The basic concept is that you take a particle, a micro-projectile it's called, and through the use of high voltage, you accelerate it to, to great velocities. 
the velocity being very high, the particle doesn't have to be very big to do a lot of damage. If you get a stream of these things being accelerated and projected, you'll do substantial damage. You'll be able to knock down a missile in space, for instance. With only 12 such plants strategically placed around the United States, Tesla claims his teleforce can be used to keep the United States safe from all foes. With the world on the verge of World War II, the United States government takes an active interest in the Tesla death ray. Because he was a patriot, he offered this system to the United States government. The United States government developed and worked and engineered this particle beam weapon beginning in the 40s. We don't know what the extent of the research was or where it went from there, but we do have declassified documents released under the Freedom of Information Act that demonstrate the U.S. government's extreme interest in Tesla's particle beam weapon. The New York Times states that Tesla's death ray, which can send concentrated beams of particles through the air and cause armies of millions to drop in their tracks, is the most important of Tesla's inventions. But in an unprecedented decision, Tesla makes the exploitation of his invention by any single government impossible. He distributes the plans in proprietary segments, like the pieces of a jigsaw puzzle. He gave it to the English, Canadian, American, and Russian governments so that they had to sit down together to collaborate if they wanted to realize the whole invention. He realized that people are not conscious enough to handle this information. That's why Tesla put these governments into mutual dependability. Even that is like nuts as well. Yeah, like yeah. laying like elaborate schemes to yeah. put it together. That's amazing, isn't it? Make the death ray, but then give it to every country so they yeah. all have the equal opportunity to defend themselves. It is, but then it becomes like Cold War. nuclear weaponry. Like no one wants to press the button because then everyone's going to press the button. No, but yeah. it wasn't offensive. It's a defensive weapon. It's a defensive weapon. It can defend you from anything. It can't offend. Can't offend. No, it was it was the not... tower that was the one that could destroy things because it was bouncing the electric yeah, around the ionosphere. Stop, what would stop you from? This is a bit James Bond. But what would what would stop you from? Like a spy coming in, infiltrating your defensive weapon and using it as an offensive weapon in your country. Well, oh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you can see I'm not really. <laughs> You're like rolling your eyes at that idea, but oh. no, these <laughs> ideas are pretty crazy. It is, it is a pretty cool idea. Yeah. What do you think? A Bond film. No. Well, yeah, but also for be, just for there's a lot of conspiracies that? that I read into as well that say the harp thing was all Tesla as well. Harp, the oh, right, yeah. weather control, the weather, yeah. mind, Well, that talks a little bit about weather control, mind control with that resonance. Yeah, that's what tool. I'm thinking of. That's exactly what I was thinking of when it said about tapping into like human brains and that you can control people. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like that. that sounds a bit mm. iffy. So Tesla was ahead of his time by you know centuries. Yeah, he's a mad doctor. But uh, yeah. like, we're talking was... about Mad Doctor, sorry. Um, that when they portrayed him was like the, a villain in the Superman. Yeah, yeah. I love them like really old um, Max Fleischer Superman animated things. They're really old, but I've always found the animation so like smooth and flowing and kind of. Yeah, I love that cool, imagery man. of it. Yeah, that is insane. Like, I never really thought of a death ray being an actual, an actual thing. thing. <laughs> That's insane, isn't it? Yeah. You can imagine what it was like when he said that he was going to build it. Yeah. So he didn't market it very well. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's got all the marketing prowess of Nintendo. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> hell. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> the uh, death ray went down like the Wii U. I've touched the nerve. <laughs> oh. Like a lead balloon. I love Nintendo, but they are fucked up. They don't no. have to promote themselves at all. No. Not like us. What's the blog? Uh, Weird Tales on the Unexplainable.blogspot.com. Exactly. Take that, Nintendo. Self promotion right there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much bleeding myself dry of there's there's so much i could have gone into it's like the episode would be two hours if we were to go into like all the conspiracies Mm -hmm. but mainly the death ray the the conspiracy part really is that he destroyed most of his stuff and concealed most of the stuff that he could have made because he realized that the world is actually not he didn't it's not an ideal world the world isn't gonna hand out all the things for everyone it's he was take it he was thinking harness it for their own means yeah he was thinking if the world wasn't full of douchebags exactly this would be awesome exactly and but it leads it me is, to believe that that is the way the world is yeah it's what i believe world's fucked the world's fucked and it's not because of situations because of ourselves Go- governments are we're the problem and so do you think the idea of government is good yeah. But in reality, anyone who actually gets higher up is yeah. uh, power mad and hungry. And in an ideal world, all politicians would stay humble and to the letter, but they don't. When people was the last people are greedy, aren't they? People will never have, never be satisfied. People always, if they can have more, they will. Do you think? Do you think there's any humble politicians? Yeah, but yeah, we've covered Tesla. <laughs> I feel right. Okay. Well, I've learned stuff about Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned a lot. I knew you I'm sorry if it wasn't as fast rolling. I My notes were so... There's so much on him. I didn't know where to start, whether it was the conspiracy theories or this history or this and that. Well, but we need to know the man before we got on to... Yeah, yeah. I think saving the death rate till last was a smart yeah, move because awesome. we were like, there's more. That's what happened last night. I was watching the videos and it was like all these conspiracy theories popping off. I was like, oh, shit. Like the harp thing... Weather control, that thing with the Ionosphere, um, yeah, the death ray, free electric for all as well. The fact that the Do you think um, that's maybe Colorado doing crazy stuff is like no one's listening to me for the normal stuff. I'm gonna go mental. But the Colorado Springs stuff as well, uh, I didn't realize that was real. Because that's in the Prestige, isn't it? He's in Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that actually happened. He's and a lot of the light stuff bulbs in the ground and that. A lot of stuff in the film is actually true to the real life. So yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Prestige is a great film. Go and watch the Prestige. Oh, yeah. Recommendation it. of the Week. Prestige Probably is my definitely in my top five films. It might be my favourite film of all time. Definitely my top three. Yeah. Definitely my top two. Yeah, it would be in my top ten. For sure. Yeah, I love it. I really love it. Should we sign this off? <laughs> Can do. Yeah. If you're done. Let's do the sign off. Right. Do you need to do your bits? You need to do your bits, mate. I already did the blog. But we've got to do the blog again. That was just a supplementary. Oh, okay. Well, you know, the, all these links and videos and stuff... Uh, you can find it on the blog Weird Tales and the unexplainable.blogspot.com and if you listened to the ocean episode last week mm-hmm. and didn't go on the blog do yourself a favour and go on the blog because I put so much stuff on that blog this week and there's lots of crazy crazy sea life videos to it's watch. quite a blog heavy uh, episode I yeah think. there was so much visual stuff on that episode it really complements that show to go on the blog mm. um, and then if you want to contact us say hi give us recommendations um, anything it is uh, what's the email guys unexplainableuk at mail.com unexplainableuk at mail.com <laughs> sorry you can find us on facebook uh, facebook.com slash weird tales and the unexplainable 
Um, and go give us a rating on iTunes. And um, if you want any any of the information, all that stuff, and our Twitter handles and everything, it's all on the blog. At the top of every blog post, it's all stuff, including donations. And check out the vlog after this episode as well, because there'll be loads of cool Tesla resources. Yeah. They've got some cool videos to send, so Bob. Just put me on the WhatsApp, and I can put it all on the blog. Um, the other thing is um, the Halloween campfire. Um, yeah. it, I don't know if we talked about it a little bit on episode 50. Um, the dates changed, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to give you listeners updates. If there's listeners that want to come along to the Halloween campfire, location is to be confirmed. We're not going in them woods that we talked about because um, we don't want it to get shut down. We're not going in them woods. <laughs> not after what happened. Um, no, the location is going to change. We've almost got a location confirmed, but it will definitely be in the Bedfordshire, Buckinghamshire area. So that's your sort of region. And it's looking like it's actually going to be the 29th now. So the Saturday, literally two days before Halloween. So if you're free or you want more information, the event is on our Facebook page. But if you want more information or anything, just pop me an email and I'll I'll keep you looped in on that. So yeah, thanks for listening. Next week we've got a sort of mini episode, one of our spin-off episodes, if I can pull it together. Yeah, and if not, it'll be me. Um, Yeah, you're either going to get the spin-off episode next and then one from Beef or the other way around. But we'll try and do spin-off then Beef to like space it out a bit and then it'll be a weird news after that for sure that weird time, news is good the, the last weird news we did was my favourite weird news really yeah oh wow it was awesome we, we didn't have as many topics but we, we chatted about each of them quite a lot I saw on our Facebook someone had said that um, that episode of weird news was the first time a podcast has ever made them cry with laughter yeah good wow that's yeah. my aim when we're doing weird news I want to make people cry <laughs> it's really funny I actually other listeners plenty of other listeners have cried with weird news but not from laughter no they <laughs> oh, love it no not weird news they again. love it they download that it's really uh, it's really weird because I don't listen so much to the episodes and I just turn up and weird news is so unplanned that I don't even know what was said no. so I could probably listen to weird news again and probably hear it for the first time mm. <laughs> like again you know like <laughs> experience it was mainly it. old stinker the werewolf the robot security guards and oh. the Trump family disappearance in Australia. They were like the three main <laughs> And topics. about 10 minutes of us talking about <laughs> sweets from Wilco's. Oh, yeah. And lots of like nicking sweets from Wilkinson's. That's oh, the stuff that made him laugh. Dirty so thieves. Did you see old stinker <laughs> message me on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? He said, I'm pleased you like my nickname. I'm not overly enamoured with it myself. Ooh. And then he followed me. That's awesome. So, a, a stinker, old stinker's real. He's on Twitter. <laughs> Sweet. Cool. Old underscore stinker. Old stinky. Nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> um, we'll talk about a lot of waffle at the end of this episode. Go on, Tess, wrap it up for us. Finish it. Put, us up, put the listeners out of the misery. Until next time. Tessly, you later. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is. <laughs> no, I just made that up. I don't know what the. Uh, well, we've is. got one. Okay. Until next time. Do until next time. Until next time. Uh, see you not. <laughs> <laughs> have a, oh, have no, a lovely day. day. <laughs> Lots of love. Until next time. No wait. Um, I'm trying to think how to word this. Okay. Do, do. Until next time. Hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. Lots. It's <laughs> <laughs> so long. It wasn't Tesla later. <laughs> no, see you next week. Lots of love, Bob, Beef, and Tesla. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do cut. <laughs> cut.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.